The following episode was recorded before March 2024, and while the content shared is valuable and useful, it features Rob, who is no longer involved in the business. Hey, it's Rob and Kennedy. Hello, today on the Email Marketing Show, we're talking about how you can stop putting off your email marketing and actually get it done. Now, we've put together something really cool to help you with this as well, and it's free, completely free and very cool. You see, you want to make more sales from your email marketing. That's why you're listening to this show. But you can't make sales if no one is clicking on the links in your emails. And if you're bored of what the links in your emails look like, if you're bored of what you're asking people to do and to click on, then that is going to put you off from doing your emails. So we've put together 12 really cool creative ways to get more clicks from every email that you send in a new download that we're calling Click Tricks. Uh, it's yours completely free as a listener to this podcast. All you have to do is head over to emailmarketingheroes.com forward slash tricks. He's the only one of us who knows how many days are in each month. It's comedy hypnotist Robert Temple. And he uses the theme tune to the Titanic to remember which light switches do what. It's psychological mind reader Kennedy. Okay, I remember that we've had lots of discussions about how many days are in this month and that month and the other, and I can, I'm not like, I don't know how many days are in April or June or whatever, and you know that stupid rhyme, 20 days, half, whatever, <laughs> obviously not 20, that's bonkers. 30 but. days, half September, April, June and November, all the rest have 31 except February. And people say that they remember that because it's a poem. It doesn't rhyme, it's a shit poem. I could say 30 days, half March, June and July, all the rest half 31, except for November, because it's in November. I'm basically saying it's a shit way of remembering it. I know that we have so many, like, former English teachers listening to this mm-hmm. who've, like, or, or still English teachers, maybe, or, and think about the poets. Think about the poets you've just offended by saying, it's not a poem, it doesn't rhyme. <laughs> but it's not like a really easily accessible like you know like how does that even it makes absolutely no sense no, i mean so i could need... write a better poem than that so mary had a little lamb right so let's go with that so may mary may, mary mary starts with m and so does may we'll figure it out we'll figure it out after this so we can, may, we can i'm gonna try just kicking that. and screaming about email marketing but i just want to <laughs> yes okay fair enough fair enough tell us about these light switches Oh yeah, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. The lights were just so. Basically, uh, when we moved into this house a little, a couple of a few months ago, um, you know when you get into a new house and you've got like those double light switches where at the top of the landing where you're like, ooh, which one does the downstairs light and which one does the upstairs light? Bastards, right? You know, yeah, those bastards, right? So I was like, how am I going to remember? Like it's five o'clock in the morning or five thirty in the morning. When I get up. I need to know that the one that nearest to me does the well the near the little switch that's nearest to me when I stand on the landing is going to do when I switch that one it's hard to explain um when I switch that one it switches on the light bulb that's furthest away from me so I was thinking how can I remember that because it it does the downstairs light not the upstairs one so I just remember it as near far wherever you are you know the theme tune um from from the titanic so um Instead of needlessly flicking every switch and seeing what happens and turning off the ones you don't want. Exactly. I'm just going near, far, wherever you are. Okay, good. It's that one. And then, uh, so every morning I sing the song Titanic to myself. There you go. That's fact. Bet your neighbours love you. (laughs) 
Hello, we are a stage hypnotist and a psychological mind reader turned email marketing geeks who give course creators, coaches, and membership site owners everything that you need to use psychology-driven email marketing and be the email marketing hero of your business, which basically means more sales, more predictably, in less time. And we have a brand new one of these episodes for you for free on every podcast player in the world every email marketing Wednesday. They don't give a toss about email marketing Wednesday, Kennedy. They want to know. We know about your light switches, but how do you remember which string on the blinds to pull? That's what we want to know next. How do you remember which (laughs) knife to use to cut up which? That's what they want to know. All your little life hacks. Oh, my little stupid life hacks. And if you haven't already, by the way, make sure you hit the subscribe button on your podcast player. And that means a new episode of the show will download every single week. As you're listening to this, grab a quick photograph of yourself or a screenshot of this podcast episode. Share it on Instagram and tag us at Rob and Kennedy. We love to see what you're listening to, what you're enjoying, what you're taking value from. Truthfully, which titles drew you in and made you listen, got you on the hook. So share it on Instagram, tag us at Rob and Kennedy. We'll share it to our story as well and make you famous. So we thought we'd tell you why so many people are switching to Keep for their email marketing automation. You see, we've been using Keep as our platform of choice for more than 12 years each. And we've actually got four accounts between us because it allows you to manage your contacts, build amazing email automations, and run your email marketing and sales system all under one roof. And they've got this beautiful new swanky user interface, which makes it so much more intuitive than ever to use. They're sponsoring this episode of the Email Marketing Show, so please do go check them out. They are our sponsor. They're making all this magic happen. So, And when you do that, actually, just to entice you to go and take out a free trial, just for taking a free trial of Keep and seeing what all the fuss is about while we go on and on about it all the time, what we've done is we've hooked you up so that when you take a free trial through our special link, you'll actually get our subscriber re-engagement campaign and a campaign that we use to overcome sales objections that we call the interrogator. All of that pre-installed and set up in your account along with a bunch of training on how to use each of them and get them working even faster. Go and do that. Support our sponsor by going to emailmarketingheroes.com slash keep. And by supporting the sponsor... Of course, you're supporting the show as well, and we massively appreciate it. One of the things people talk to us about all the time is the fact that I just, oh, I just, you know, I, I haven't got time to do email marketing now. Maybe I'll, I'll start that next month. It's not my priority right now. I'll start it next month. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to start that later. And listen, email marketing is really important. We know that. We don't have to tell you that again because we tell you it every single week on this show and on Instagram and in our emails and everywhere else. We know it's the highest return on investment marketing activity. Uh, the truth is you don't really have the choice to do it or not do it. If you want to have a really successful, sustainable scalable business. You've just got to figure out how to get it done. We've told you that loads and loads and loads of times. And what that says is, if you understand and trust us that those things are true, if you if you understand and trust us that your email list and doing email marketing is the most valuable thing you can do in your business to make sales, if you know that to be true, there's got to be some other different reason why you put it off and why you're doing something else. And there's an interesting thing with procrastination, right? Where people, I think, say, how could I possibly be procrastinating? I'm so busy doing things all the time. Right? <laughs> yeah. as, as if to say... Uh, but because I'm always busy and because I, I, you know, I get to the end of every day and I feel like I've worked another 12, eight, 12 or 18 hour shift, uh, you know, in my business trying to make things happen, I can't possibly be procrastinating. But that's not really true because you are putting off individual things in favor of doing other things, right? 
You do, and it basically it comes down to priorities, doesn't it? I mean, it's kind of one of those obvious truths, but it's like, what are you prioritizing? Yeah, and what we have to do is, if you know how important it is, you have to make it a priority over the other stuff that you're doing. And what we have to do in order to do that is unlock the roadblocks we have to break through the reasons that you've decided to put it off or you're not investing the time and effort and stuff into doing it i mean that's what it boils down to what are you prioritizing for example a little while ago maybe a year ago or something i was talking to somebody on instagram and they were talking about um they were talking about like i want to almost get my email marketing sorted out mine's not very good i send a newsletter but it doesn't get that much good results and i said well you know we've got this we've got this program and it's 99 dollars you know, we can give you the answers to that. We can totally fix that for you for just $99. This person's got more than 10,000 followers on Instagram. So I'm like, you know, they know what they're doing. They teach really good stuff. Their products look amazing. And they said, oh, I would love to, but I can't quite make that fit my budget, $99. And I was like, I didn't say anything, of course, but I'm thinking, you know, that's shocking to me. That's amazing to me. And it really drove home to me because at the time we weren't really pushing our Instagram. Obviously, we're on there all the time now. I know that a lot of you, a lot of you follow us. But at the time, I was thinking, no wonder we're not prioritizing our Instagram right now. Because if we had 10,000 email subscribers, not 10,000 followers that this person has, but if we had 10,000 email subscribers, which we didn't at the time, by the way, we did not have 10,000 email subscribers at the time. We could absolutely afford to buy a $99 program. In fact, we could absolutely afford to buy a $10,000 program, a $9,999 program. We could absolutely afford to do that because the level of engagement, your ability to reach people and turn subscribers, turn followers, turn content consumers of yours through email is way higher than it is through having the same or anywhere close to the same number of people on any social channel for a whole bunch of reasons. Why people are there, right? Why are people there? They're scrolling through, they're busy. A level of distraction. You know, there's a whole bunch of reasons that that, that the email outperforms in terms of conversion. And that really drove it home for me. So we know that people are now ready to prioritize their email marketing because we've banged on about it. So now let's talk about how to do that and and how to get unstuck and all those things. And it it occurred to me just now, literally, Kennedy, that you and I have an unfair advantage. Because here's the thing. Is it because we're good looking? Because we're good looking and charming and that. That's what it is. Oh, no, 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 that wasn't it. It wasn't that. It was the opposite of that. Uh, No, Uh we have an unfair advantage, right, that... that, um, we have to be honest about. And that is because we started doing email marketing such a long time ago, when things uh-huh. were very different and the technology was very simple and all of that stuff, the only thing you could do was get somebody to give you their email address. And if somebody's started their email marketing journey in the last five years, this will sound wild. Maybe the last 10 years, this will sound wild. But like 15, 18 years ago, you could get somebody to give you their email address, you could send them an email. You could have a string of automated follow-up messages X days apart. Tags didn't exist. Yeah. Imagine that. Tags didn't really exist. And you could um, and you could merge their name or whatever into an email address. If you were really clever, you could set it up to like put their birthday in or something like that. Like, But that was as advanced as it got. Yeah. And now a couple of things have happened. First of all, everything is much more possible. 
I'm not going to say more complicated, but there's a lot more possibilities. There are so many more things you can do. There are so many more email marketing platforms than there ever were. There are so many things. And you and I had an unfair advantage because before we were business partners, we were friends. And before we were friends, we were children. Before we were children, we were an idea. No, um, no. Before, we were, before we were business partners, we were just mates. I was running my business. You were running your business. And we were both doing email marketing. And so what that meant was we would talk maybe every couple of days. And one of the things that came up a lot was what you're doing with this email marketing thing. Because we weren't learning it from anyone. We we're just figuring it out and trying yeah. to see what happened. So I think we weren't learning it from anybody, by the way, was because everything that we saw people were teaching were like, I don't want to do that. That's terrible. That's dodgy as all hell. So the, there's really four things that we think that you need to have if you want to be able to stop putting off your email marketing. And the first one is exactly that. It's to be surrounded by other people who are inspiring you and motivating you. So for example, Kennedy would ring me up one day and say, dude, I sent an email to my email list and we were talking about an email list that was designed to get us booked as entertainers, to get us hired as entertainers at the time. I emailed my list um, with this thing about my Christmas promotion because you know it's June now, or it's April now, and I want to fill up my, my calendar for December because that's how this yeah. works. And suddenly I've had you know, four clients have just confirmed for the second week of December. How amazing is that? And I was like, well, I, I want to be full in December. I better go and figure <laughs> out what to do. So just being, imagine being surrounded. I mean, it was great being surrounded by one person, but imagine being surrounded by hundreds of people who were talking about the money they're making. Like if you look inside the Facebook group, if you look inside the, the Den Facebook group, our membership Facebook group, if you look inside that Facebook group and you listen to people like um, Dan posting about how much money he was making on a daily basis while he was running this promotion, uh, we saw a post from Andy in Australia with his martial arts studio about his Black Friday deal and what he'd done from with email there and all of this stuff. Emily having her best month ever without doing a launch last month. You get this these posts and you can't help but go, but Dan sells cakes and Emily sells a course and a membership and da- um, and Andy's got a martial arts studio. You can't help but go, <gasps> but, but look at all of these different things and all these people who are making money. I, I could be doing that instead of posting my Instagram or going live on Facebook or you know going live on Instagram or whatever. I could be doing that because this is working really well, right? That helped us and it's definitely helping members of the league right now. Yeah, and it's it's not just about the money. Like, yeah, we've all got to make money. We've all got to make sales. But also, like, people are talking about, oh, I got this many replies, and this person said this great reply, and I'm going to use that as a thing, or whatever it's going to be. Or and, and actually, just looking at how much people are enjoying doing it. Going, you know, I ne- I remember, I can't remember who it was. See if you remember, Rob. Somebody saying, I never thought I would enjoy doing email marketing, and they're like, now it's my favorite thing. Do you remember who that was? No, it was but a it's a general ago. sentiment of a lot of people. I know there's one specific yeah, person yeah. you're talking about, and I can't think who that is, yeah. but it's the general sentiment of lots of people, right? Yeah, so one of the things you definitely want to do in order to get yourself unstuck is make sure you've got a way of being surrounded by other people who are inspiring and motivating you. It's a bit like if you're going to go to to the gym or something. I'm currently on a bit of a fitness thing, so... I don't want to be surrounded by people going, oh, well, I'm you know, going to go out on the booze all weekend and then have cake and have a curry. and all the-. Like, that's not what I need. What I need is other people who are on that sort of same journey going, yeah, I'm doing this and I'm working on that. So I've got a bunch of friends. I mean, Rob and I are both drinking that Huel drink. And I know my friend Colin, he's massive into his fitness. We were talking this morning about that. So just keeping yourself in that lane and being motivated and inspired by people on that same journey. The second thing, that would recommend you do is make sure you've got someone who can help you get and actually stay unstuck because look your business is different and no matter how well any of us are doing it anything implementing anything a fitness regime your email marketing whatever it's going to be 
sometimes it you just can't get it to work and you get that roadblock. And sometimes you know it yourself. I don't know if it's just me, but sometimes that roadblock can be something tiny, but you just can't get yourself over it. And you know you're being daft. You know you're being a bit silly, but you just can't get it to work. So this is a huge thing. You go, I've tried this whole thing and it's just not working and i don't know why i can't even see why what's really important in those days when rob was living in Kos, one of the greek islands and he he and i would would skype back in the day and talk about this email stuff that we were doing for our gigs we would just say, I've, I've tried this thing and just flipping no one's booking us or no one's buying this course i've just launched and getting the person to go well it's because you haven't seen this and you haven't seen that. It's that old, old, you can't see it because you're too close to it. You're looking at all the things you would look at. But of course, that's the reason it's not working because you're not looking at the stuff you wouldn't look at. So having somebody to just point things out at you and say, this is why you're stuck. This is what's going to get you unstuck. But more importantly, this is how to stop yourself from getting back in that rut, from getting yourself stuck again. The psychological reason why that happens, by the way, why we're so close to the thing that we're doing is because you have all of the preconceived notions and ideas and stuff subconsciously every belief you've ever had that led you to create that thing your subscribers don't have and that's a really important thing to to stop and think about for a second like so if you take you know two people you've got you and you've got your prospective customer who's you know joined your email list you can't for a second believe that you think the same way as they do because they just don't you know all the little bits of you know why you use that word and why you put that in you've put all this stuff together and you've got all this background knowledge ultimately you know what's inside your course or how you know how it works when they come to your premise or what happens when your product lands through the door you know those things because you were part you know instrumental in putting them there <laughs> whereas your subscribers they don't know any of those things and so just because you think oh, i've probably mentioned that in the past in a different email or i think i think they'll understand what that sentence means that's not true because they're not coming into it with the inherent fluent understanding of what your business is how it operates what it does and what the benefits are so it's so easy to become attached to the thing you've written as being, I think that's a clear statement of what I do, how I help people and and and, and, and what this product does. I think that's that, full stop. And pen down, done, hit send. But actually, that's never quite going to translate to your subscribers the way you think it will. And you've seen this happen yourself because if you've ever looked at some old stuff you wrote or an old talk you gave or whatever and gone, why would I say that? That's a terrible way of looking at it. That's exactly that. That was you at the time, at that time in the past. You were doing your best. That was the best way you could communicate that thing. And that's that gap. So the third thing that we we'll want to we'll share with you here is that you really want to make sure that you are encouraged. You want a whole bunch of other people rooting for you and some level of accountability. So it's all great having cheerleaders and people going, you can definitely do this. I believe in you. I think you've got this. Please just send the email. Please set that up. I think you've got it. And one of the things actually we spend some time doing in our group coaching calls inside inside the, the league membership, which we call the hotline calls, which we do twice a, twice a month, every single month, doing all this stuff, is, is giving people that permission, is saying to people, hey, you can do this. You've got it. You just need a hit send. Like how many of us have written a thing and we've got it in a document somewhere, whether it's the book we want to publish one day or it's the, the thing we want to share, that video you made once and you think, I just need, I just can't send it yet. It's usually because you just need somebody to go, it's okay. 
you're going to send it. You're going to you're going to press go. And that level of accountability of saying there's these people saying I am going to send it. I should send it. And they're expecting me to send it triggers something inside of our heads. That's why people have personal trainers. The reason people have a coach is to hold them accountable. And and this, again, is really, really important because you want to feel like you're letting other people down by not doing this thing. Like there's a thing, one of the things about having a partnership is if I don't do something I'm supposed to do or Kennedy doesn't do something he's supposed to do, we're like letting the other one down effectively. Like there's a thing missing now where they were expecting a thing to be there and it wasn't. They were expecting that email to be sent, but it wasn't. They're expecting that thing to be done, but it wasn't. And so you sort of want to turn your friends and your, your colleagues, the people around you into that. And, and the fourth one of these things that you want to do, and this is key, is to learn from other people's learning because sometimes you don't know what questions to ask it's a bit like you know where you want to go but you don't know what bus you're supposed to get on sometimes you'll know what the outcome is i know that i want to be able to run a campaign to my audience um I don't know what campaigns I send. That's maybe the first question you do know. That's great. You need somewhere you can ask that. But then you also then need to know, you need to know the rest of it. Like, you know, what's missing from this bit that I, I can't see and I can't see it because it's missing. But like that old joke, put your hand up if you're not here. You don't know what the questions are that you don't know. And so sometimes it just takes you hearing someone else ask the question to know what your steps are and to have the penny drop as to what you were missing. It might even change the trajectory of what you think you should be doing because you've got one very fixed set idea and then you hear somebody say something, you say, I can do what? I didn't even know that was possible. And then suddenly you go, well, that, well of course that's what I should be doing. Sometimes if you knew what to do, you would just do it, but, but you it's don't. A bit, I mean, we've all got Google, right? We've all got access to Google or other search engines are available, right? And so often, you know that if you knew the question to ask, you could probably find the answer on Google or YouTube or something like that. You could probably find the answer because there is so much knowledge everywhere. The problem is when you don't even know the question to ask, you just know you're stuck. You just know you're not doing it. You just know you're not getting the results. You just know you're frustrated. And the reason that happens is because you don't know the question to ask. And that's when you need a place to say, what is the question I should be asking? Because like I said, if you knew the answer, if you knew the question with most things in life, you could find the answer. It's a bit like um, it's a bit like when people say, you know, ask you a question. You go, well, you could mate, you could have Googled that. Like, shall I just Google that for you? Shall I, shall I just do that for you? I'll just personally get my phone out and Google it for you. Like, that's not a good use of your time, right? So it's often a case that you are stuck, you're frustrated, you're not getting results because you don't even know the question that you should be asking, which means when other people around you are asking questions and you go, oh, that's the thing I didn't know to ask. That's when incredible breakthroughs happen. And that's when you get re-energized, you get re-excited because you're not trundling along this thing of trying to seek the answer to a question you do know. Excitement, enlightenment comes from the answers to questions you didn't even know to ask. So these are four really amazing things that we do with the hotline calls inside of the league. Again, you're surrounded by 
loads of other people talking about what they're doing and how much enjoyment they're getting from it. You have us and uh, other members in the chat box to figure out how you can get unstuck with your email. You get encouraged because other people say, I believe in you, you can do this, all the other members of the league. And you get to learn because you hear somebody ask, ask, ask a question and then when we answer it, you think, oh, oh my God, that's just obviously what I need to be doing. And so we're really excited because of the these coaching calls. We have an, another one of these open days. It's happening on the 25th of May, 2022 at 11am UK time, which is going to be 6am Eastern time. This is our earlier one. Uh, it's an open day and that means you can come and join our hotline group coaching call, usually just for members of the league, but you can come and see why it's so good, why members love it. You can hear the ideas, you can ask your questions, you can do all of those things. If you want to register for that, it's on the 25th of May. Just head over to emailmarketingheroes.com forward slash open day. You get to come in, try this out for yourself and, uh, and, and enjoy it. And by the way, this is not one of those things where you're like a visitor behind a glass wall and you can't interact and you're, you know, this is not an entitlement that you've got. None none of that stuff. You are literally there and welcome to take full advantage of the hotline group coaching call experience. Like Rob said, it's on the 25th of May, but do register today to make sure you secure your seat for that. It all happens live on Zoom. It's Rob and I taking questions. It's not somebody else. It's Rob and I there really working with you and everybody else and Answering their questions where you'll get the where you'll get all that inspiration. So go to emailmarketingheroes.com slash open day and it'll be really lovely to see you on one of those calls. And now it's time for this week's subject line of the week. Subject line of the week. And what hath you got? The subject line is running away full stop. And there's an interesting thing. Somebody asked recently about full stops in subject lines. I I put a full stop. I don't know what Kennedy's take on this is, but I don't often put a, a full stop or a, or a punctuation thing on no. the end of a sentence in a subject line. But when I do, when I do it, it's it's to create a sort of mic drop, I guess you could call it. But it's to create a sense of. Um, Impending like finality, yeah, isn't finality, it? impending doom, almost. Now, there's also a thing about running away is, is uh, essentially a negative subject line. It's essentially, and of course, we know that negativity grabs attention. A negative subject line will almost always outweigh a positive one. You could have your subject line be five ways to make a million dollars by tomorrow. I think that will fail in most circumstances uh, behind something like, um, "I can't do this anymore." The, the negative sense of impending doom, that's why negative headlines sell papers. That's why they never put the thing about the, the little girl who lost and then found a rabbit on the front page. They never put that there because that's a lovely, enlight- enlightening, uplifting story about the old man who found the rabbit and brought it back to the child and hadn't made it into a pie, right? If it's old man turns little girl's rabbit into a pie, that's going to be on the front page, right? Because negativity sells papers. So things like I quit, <laughs> running away, that kind of thing work really well. And actually, this was just a story about the fact that when you've got a problem, you can either face it or you can run away and if you choose to face it here's how into that so this week's is uh, running away subject line of the week subject line of the week look it absolutely means the world to us genuinely that you choose to listen to the show there's so many other things you could be doing and we know that wherever you're listening to this whether it's at the gym in the car whatever you're doing uh, you spend time with us and we do this every single week to produce this for you and we really appreciate you listening so thank you so much for listening to the whole show this week if you haven't already if you're new to us or you still haven't gotten around to it do hit the subscribe button on your podcast player that means we get to download this episode to your phone uh, automatically and uh, you don't miss on an episode. Uh, That's it for this week. We'll see you next week.